live in texas <laughs> oh my lord did i have a fucking trip guys <clears throat> now texas i understand guys i didn't go to dallas i didn't go to austin or or one of the big cities i went to little el paso all the way down which is right next to juarez but let me tell you guys el paso has its own type of magic and i'm saying it figuratively like it's it's got its own little you know it's got its own vibe but it also has magic <laughs> so my title of this podcast is not stretching the truth so let's jump on it now I'm out here in LA. You could hear, you could probably hear the ghetto bird, the helicopter flying, but that's how we do it every single day. <sighs> I did not see one. I really didn't see any police officers out there or the helicopter. So, well, just military helicopters because of uh, the the military base that's out there, right? But um, I don't know. I don't. I went over there expecting. <clears throat> Like a bunch of Trump supporters, a bunch of like white people, a bunch of people saying like, do what? And like people calling each other gator. Nah, I'm just playing. I did expect to see like a lot more like, you know that California. Like we're like, oh yeah, California is democratic, but we have a shitload of people that represent like their Trump stickers and their flags and everything. I really didn't see that in Texas. In El Paso. That was weird because I expected that. You know, I thought Texas, oh shit, it's fucking blah, 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 gun rights. And no, like, <clears throat> I didn't see any of that. You know, that shit's just out here. Like, we're, we're over here for some reason feeling like we have to represent our beliefs to everybody for, like, we can't just stay shut up and, and just keep our thoughts and our values to ourselves. You know, what we believe has nothing to do with other people. And that's one of the big issues is that we're always pushing ideas out here on other people. Maybe not me, uh, but we do push what I believe should be right. You know, we're, we're on that level of like, man, it's just a bunch of egos out here. So, yeah, I expected that. I expected all girls to look like Selena, curvy and everything, which Texas, there's a lot of beautiful women out there. Let me tell you. And the best part is that most of the guys out there do not look decent. So, I mean, there's a lot of like, for a motherfucker like me or other good looking dudes that make a decent living and are in decent shape and are well put together and have their head on right. There is unlimited potential when it comes to like dating or like finding like a badass fucking wifey out there. Let me tell you guys. <clears throat> but what it was, man, it was cool. Like it was chill. I was able to go have my drinks. It was cheap. Like, man, like, trust me on Sunday. I probably would have spent like 200 something bucks out here. I spent like 60 bucks. And that's all on alcohol and like some food. So 
Anyways, let's talk about Sunday. I pulled up and I got to my hotel room and I was like, man, like, what am I going to do? Like, am I just going to chill here? Am I going to order food like a lame ass or am I going to go eat something? So I figured out that there was a few bars. There was Ojos Locos. There was Bad Habits, which I followed them on Instagram beforehand and i was like cool i want to go there and there's a few other ones like poor judgment i didn't get to go there because they were closed the day that i was supposed to go have a drink and introduce myself to a lovely lady out there which one day i will go back and introduce myself to her but that's another story so i'm like i'm gonna go to bad habits and have a drink because i saw that they serve food and I wasn't like that hungry, but I knew that if I didn't eat anything, maybe like at nine or 10 o'clock, I'm going to be super hungry and I'm not going to be able to like really find anywhere to eat. And at that point on Sunday, I didn't have a car. So what do I do? I was like, all right, cool. Like, let me just shower, change, and let me just, you know, take a little walk out to Bad Habits. It's within walking distance. So I start walking to Bad Habits and... <clears throat> I see that it kind of looks dead, like the lights were off, nobody was home, and I was like, man, like I don't think there's anybody there, or it's closed. But I was as I was walking to Bad Habits, to the right, there's a place called The District. And <laughs> I've seen it, and all you hear, there's a DJ in there, and all you hear is, do, 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 like bass, and I'm like, yo, like something is calling me into there like it was an aura like the lights were on in there and everything and you could hear people like talking loud and i was like man you know like i have to go (laughs) so i went in there um i sat down had i ordered my food and i ordered a jack and coke and i just hung out for a while and then i seen that they were playing the laker game the basketball game so i was like you know what i'm gonna hang out until the game's over and i'm just gonna have a few more drinks well as it was getting closer to the game being over i noticed that a lot more people were coming in and i was like you know what it's about to crack in here i probably shouldn't leave <laughs> so the bartender closes me out because she's clocking out and she's like, do you want me to just transfer you everything to the next person or do you want to close out with me? And I said, well, if I close out with you, like if I don't close out, are you going to get the tip? And she said, no, like if you close out, I will get the tip. And I was like, all right, cool. Close me out. And then I'll just close out on her with whatever I order with her. So the new bartender comes in, little petite, tiny thing. And, and it was weird because she started like talking to me like a lot like oh my god i didn't get any sleep and like all this stuff and i'm like hmm so she kind of is like like a little bit more talkative with me everybody else was just like what do you what do you want to drink what do you want to drink but with me she was hanging out with me for a little while at a time and i think she was trying to talk to me so whatever you know that's just me i'm just like oh man I just notice things, right? So I'm just like, hmm, you're spending a lot of time here and everywhere else you're not really, you're just stopping and going, stopping and going. But I didn't really look into it any more than, than that. 
So what happens next, right? <clears throat> Starts getting packed. And I switched my seat from the table with four seats that I was sitting at because I felt bad that I was taking up, you know, a table of four seats by myself when people were coming in. And it was kind of cold because it was by the door. So I get my stuff, like pretty much just like my drink and like my receipt of my, you know, like the stuff that I paid for. And I put it, <clears throat> I go and I sit by the bar and this group, this guy with like four chicks walks in. And he has Dodger gear, so, and they look like they're having fun. And I'm like, oh man, like they've been, they've probably been drinking for a bit because they're like coming in like super high power, like, like, you know, like hell yeah, like having fun. And I was like, oh man, they've been at it for a cool minute. So they order shots and I tell the bartender like, hey, you know what? I got that round because the homie's got nothing but Dodger gear on and I'm from LA. So just let them know, you know, like I got it. So me invitaron to go kick it with them. And you know me, like, I didn't waste no time. I'm like, kick it by myself or kick it with a dude with, like, four chicks? Vamonos recio, you know? So it turns out that the homie's from Whittier, California. He grew up there. You know, he's in El Paso now, but he grew up there in Whittier. And I'm like, bro, like, I'm from Pico, dog. Like, we're neighbors. So right there, like, that kind of was like, all right, cool. Like, you're... You know, not like we're good, like we're homies and shit, but you know how it is. Like you're, yeah, you're from like my hometown, you know, it is my paisano, kind of like that. Like, all right, cool. Like there's a, there's a connection there. And, you know, he starts having his drinks and I start chopping it up with the girls and just to see who's who, catch everybody's vibe. And clearly, like, I'm not out there like to be an asshole or to be like, get into somebody's pants. Just, But I was trying to get to know them. And just to see what they were about, because honestly, you know, everybody's different everywhere. And 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 when it comes to like somebody from outside, I'm sure they like to get to know people from somewhere else, too. Right. So we start chopping it up and they start telling us like, man, like the selection of guys in El Paso is fucking trash. You know, it's just like, we don't have shit to choose from. That's why you're just rather, you're better off just by yourself, like being single. Because, you know, like, there ain't no good dudes out here. And I made an observation that, to be honest with you, there wasn't really, like, good-looking dudes out there. And... And I kind of noticed it because everywhere I would go with, like, my coworker during the week, <clears throat> it was kind of like, oh, shit, like, who's this guy? And anyways, I was getting a special type of attention at the gym, uh, but that's probably why, because that's probably because I, you can tell I'm not a local or a regular, because if you go to the gym every day, you know who goes every day, like, at the same time. So anyways, <clears throat> they end up wanting to bounce, right? And they're like, come with us. And I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to go with you guys. So keep in mind that que yo me fui a las cinco from my room to go have a beer and like a burger or some wings. I didn't get to my room till like 2 a.m. <laughs> so I start partying with these with these girls in this in this food, Jerry. And maybe like two or three bars later, you know, after like jumping in their whip, fucking playing Bad Bunny and everything. And they're just like going wild. <sighs> We end up at this last bar, 
And I felt like it was time for me to go, right? Because the homie Jerry was super faded, and he kind of got the boot because se pasó de verga with one of their homegirls, and he got too touchy-feely. And I was like, you know what? It's, it's time for me to bounce. Um, it was fun, you know? Like, it was cool. Like, they, I had a great time, and I appreciate I appreciated just being welcomed and, like, just somebody showing me a great time. So, me, I'm like, damn, like, I still got time. I saw what I had como las once y media. And I was like, man, I still got time to, like, to have another drink. And I'm already up late. This fool hasn't hit me up at what time he's going to pick me up from my hotel tomorrow morning for work. <sighs> what should I do? Y la pensé. And I was like, fuck, like, you know what? Like, I think, like, my heart, higher conscious self would want me to have another fucking drink. So I want to have another drink at the bar where I started. I have another two, three drinks. I order some fries to like sober me up a little bit because I was like, fuck, it's, 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 I'm gonna have to walk back to my hotel. And it wasn't far, but still, you know? <clears throat> so I start closing out, and the bartender's like, the one that was talking to me in the first place, me dice, you know, when do you go home? And I was like, oh, I leave on Friday. And she's like, okay. She's like, well, I don't know if, if, if I'll have time, I really want to, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to hang out with you. Okay. I'm going to give you my phone number. So she gave me her phone, her phone number on the receipt of my food. And like, and the thing where it says, you know, like who it's for, like, you know, like the tab is for Marco. It should say my name. It said, babe. And it had her phone number on the back. And I was like, yo, like, what the fuck? I was like, I've never in my life have ever picked up on a bartender before. And to this day, I haven't because it, it didn't actually lead to anything. I just don't think she had time to, like, hang out. So you never know. Everything happens for a reason. And But I felt good at that time, you know, because I was just like, damn, like, she gave me her number. I didn't even ask for it. Like, I was cool, man. Like, I still got it, you know. And she was young. She was probably, like, 21, 22. But, I mean, you know how it is. You know, so I still got it, I guess. <clears throat> so so that was Sunday, right? So I learned that the guys out there suck. The women out there are fucking there's a lot of good-looking chicks out there and they seem like cool chicks. They like to party, they like to have the drinks and everything. But it just it just came off like if they met a good dude, like they'd be all for it, right? So that's pretty cool. I also learned that everybody there knows each other. And they've all dated each other because homegirl, um, I think Lynette, I think her name was Lynette. She was telling me, oh, yeah, well, he's with her. And that's her friend. And she's trying to, she, and like the friend looked like she was all over the, her homegirl's man. And then so-and-so used to be together and that's her ex and all this shit. And I'm like, oh, like everywhere we go, we have to bounce or like there's a story. And I'm like, oh, like that's. It really is a small town, I guess, but it wasn't really small. Maybe population-wise, I don't know. But maybe it's just like the local hangouts are always filled with the similar same people, and and I don't know. But I learned that it was, technically it's a small town. Um, they don't have like I feel bad for the women out there, man. Y'all y'all got some trash ass dudes, like no style. 
they don't take care of themselves. They're just like, whew. I need to get me a Texas girl. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking about it, man. I'm thinking about going back. I'm going back for someone. <laughs> so, yeah. But that was Sunday, right? You would think like, oh, shit. That sounds like an exciting day, evening, night. It can't get any crazier than that, right? Maybe for most of you guys, maybe for most of a lot of people that just live, that they don't just, they just live to live, you know? <laughs> but for me, man, pinche suerte que tengo. Oh, man. Thursday. Thursday, 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 thirsty Thursday. Probably one of the nights I will not ever forget ever in my life. And so it started off. So I got off of work early because the person, the manager I'm training or that I was training over there. His mom got into an accident and he had to leave and go across the border to Juarez because his mom lives in Juarez and he had to go see what's up with her because nobody was like hitting him up and telling him what happened to her. All he knew is that she was on the way to the hospital, right? So I'm like, dude, if you got to go, you got to go, dog. Family comes first. He dropped me off and I took off. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to go work out and then I'm going to go back to my room, shower, and I was supposed to go to poor judgment to meet somebody because somebody that I've been following and she works she works there and she's like, yeah, come have a drink. And I was like super excited because, man, like y'all don't even know like this dime piece, dime piece, dime piece, dime piece. And she just looks like she's a, you know how sometimes you can look at a picture of somebody and you can tell they're just like like they mean well that they're a good person and i'm like man like i'm just so curious to see if she is how i picture her so i was like cool like yeah i got off early and she's like i get off at five so i was like fuck it like i'm gonna go have a drink um so i was like all right cool i'll make it by 3 30 i'll have like two beers or three beers and then i'll bounce and then when she's off whatever but you know she said like she had her plans after work but she's like well you can come have a drink and we'll fucking you know at least so i was like fuck yeah you know like cool like i'm gonna have time to actually go say what's up to her and chop it up for a minute but something happened with the restaurant or the bar and they had to close down because of like maintenance or like plumbing and shit so i went and i was like fuck so i go back to my room for a minute and then I'm like, fuck, it's Thursday. I'm thirsty. So me voy para Ojos Locos, which is like another bar. They're almost like like a lot of bars in Texas, or at least in El Paso, are like Hooters type of bars. But they have their own theme. So they're kind of like, the girls are just like always like super cute. Like some sometimes they're like in, in like, in like almost nothing. And sometimes they're a little bit more covered up. But nonetheless... You know, it brings in the fucking people, right? It brings in the dudes. <clears throat> so I go to Ojos Locos and I have some wings. 
watching the Dodger game a little bit, and then I'm like, fuck. I was like, well, I was like, tonight's a drag. Me voy a ir. I'm fucking. I'm gonna go back to my room. I gotta pack my shit, or finish packing my shit. Cause tomorrow, when I leave the room, you know, like I gotta take all my shit with me. Cause I'm not coming back. I'm going home. Well, fucking Marco again. I walk into the truck that I'm driving, that they let me borrow, and I see that Bad Habits, which was the place that looked like it was closed. Before I went to the district on Sunday, it was open. And I was like, ah. okay, I was like, one fucking drink. <sighs> Man, otra vez me pasó. I didn't get to my room till like 1 30 or 2 o'clock, or maybe even fucking 2 30. Who the fuck knows? I didn't check. But I know I left bad habits casi a las 11. And I didn't go straight. To, <laughs> go straight to my room. Now don't don't make it sound like it's bad. Like I didn't meet up with somebody. I didn't have sex with anybody. I didn't hook up like a one type thing. But what happened next? Well, what happened right after it was just normal bar shit for me. But after that, that's where things took like this, this turn, right? And you'll realize why I'm saying El Paso. El Paso has has its own magic. So I get to bad habits. And as soon as I walk in, the bartender's like, you look familiar. Where do I know you from? And you know me, I'm like, I look and I was like, everybody says I look familiar. I was like, why don't you take a guess? I was like, or I was just said, well, you can guess. I was like, but I don't think I look familiar. Everybody does. I have that familiar face. So I'm chilling and, you know, same thing I noticed. I was like, damn, a bunch of like whack-ass fools just hitting on the bartenders uh, because they don't have no game. And like, okay, like I'm not like, I'm not like telling myself like I got the game. Like I can fucking spit at any female and take any girl home. But I know that when I want a girl, I can figure out how to get her. And maybe I'm not always successful. But... I can spit game with the best of them. It's just that that got me into a lot of shit in my life that still made me still like it left me empty. Like I never filled up that hole that I think I was like trying to fill. So that part of me is not in use. Like it's not in service right now. You know, like I know when I go on a date or something, you know, I have to channel that part where I'm like, yeah, what's up? You know, kind of like flirtatious a little bit and everything like that. But I don't, that's not my primary way of meeting women anymore because I don't have like just that one goal. So we chop it up and I start talking to all the bartenders, right? As soon as they're like, oh yeah, you're from Cali. Yeah. And we started having like shots and I started talking to the homie to the right. That was like some goofy ass fool, but he was in charge of the Bluetooth jukebox. So I started requesting music and we started like going off and that fool was like, yeah, man, I got all the jams and everything. And I was like, cool, keep playing them, you know, maestro, musica maestro. <laughs> so <clears throat> I find myself many, many shots deep into the night. 
a bunch of makers and cokes deep into the night. So, the story, I'm going to adjust it a little bit. Because I'm not going to give everything away. Um, But, we're going to fast forward to where I'm sitting at a homemade bar. To a... African woman, Afro-Latina, 43 years old, um, and her name was Gigi, or, yeah, no, Gina, her name was Gina, sitting at a homemade bar, it's a trip because my, like, fucking, like, muscles are twitching right now, <laughs> It was a homemade bar, and I'm in there, and she serves me a drink, and she lights up a cigar. She's like, you know, we're going back and forth, chopping it up. Hey, what are you doing out here? Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, oh, cool. Like, I grew up here, and she grew up, like, in South South L.A. Off of, like, she said, Crenshaw, and I forgot what other street. So... You know, she's like, you know, you're here because you're from L.A. And every time I meet somebody from L.A., like, you know, I got to bond with them a little bit. So I was like, cool. Like, ain't no shame. Like, I'm fucking like, you know, and she's like, but I know Spanish. So de Belize. And she starts talking to me in Spanish. And I was like, I was like, all right, cool. You know. So anyways, <clears throat> maybe said, do you mind if I light a cigar? And I told her, no, you're good. She's like, do you want one? And I said, no, nah, I don't smoke. You know, I've tried like. Hookah fucks me up. Like, I'll have a cough for like a week. So I'd rather not. But the smoke doesn't bother me. It's just me. I cannot smoke myself. And she's all right, cool. And this is kind of where it gets interesting. So she grabs a cup of water. And she puts it next to me where I'm sitting. She gets a shot of tequila, and I'm like, fuck. In my mind, I'm like, damn, I'm about to, she gonna give me a shot. Like, this lady's trying to do some shit, you know? And, I mean, I was prepared (laughs) to handle all occasions that came at me, right? But I wasn't thinking about that. But I was like, man, if that's where it leads to, I'm gonna have to tear this. I'm gonna have to, you know, jump into, into, um, I'm gonna have to jump into the ring and box, you know? (laughs) So, anyways. <clears throat> she pours a shot in a cup and she puts it next to me right next to the cup of water and she's like okay she's like you know why I'm lighting this cigar right and I was like no I'm like and she smokes it and she's blowing like the air across the room and then she lights up sage she lights it up and lets it burn and she's like, okay. She's like, well, there is um, there is a male spirit standing next to you. It's a heavy male energy. And he says he's your uncle. And in my mind, keep in mind, like you guys probably just got chills right now, right? 
I didn't. I just like. I already knew what was gonna happen. I was like, "Fuck!" I was like, "Again!" I'm like, I keep running into these types of people. And <clears throat> I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Yeah, I know." I was like, "My uncle, uh, my dad's brother, he follows me. Like he takes care of me." And she says, "Yeah, like he loves you. You are like, he's he is your protector." And. She says, well, there's a spirit of a woman, of an older woman here. She's very, you know, soft. She's very firm, but she's very soft-spoken. So, And she hates the smell of the smoke. But I'm not going to stop smoking because this is my house. So she can either stay over there or she can, you know, deal with it. And I was like, oh, who knows? I was like, I don't know. Maybe my grandma. I don't know. So... <clears throat> So I'm like, all right, cool. Like, if we're going to go into this, like, let's go into it. And I'm not going to give you everything. I can I can tell you that I talked to her for about two hours, maybe hour and a half. About a lot of shit. But what I can talk to you about is, first of all, she was like, after she told me that, she's like, "Do I, I hope you're not scared. And I said, you know what? I can tell you that I've always noticed certain things, so I'm not scared. Um, this is not the first time this has happened to me, especially in the recent history. So if we're going to do this, like, that's just Let's just do it. Like, if we're going to go into this, like, let's just go into it and figure some shit out because, you know, like, clearly something I meant to hear something, you know? So she's like, well, she's like, okay, well, I want you to know that, you know, there's a, you know, this man is here and blah, blah, blah and whatnot. So, you know. You know, I just want you to know that, like, if you, if you, like, I don't want you to think that I'm, like, bullshitting you. And said, look, <clears throat> I know something was going to happen. I had this feeling that something was going to happen because I was at, I was trying to order tacos de birria yesterday at some restaurant. And the people were from Sinaloa. <clears throat> and they had, like, a little area in the restaurant that had, like, their, um, what do they call it? They had an altar. They had an altar. And they had like their Virgin Mary. They had a Cristo. And they had like a Santo Niño de Tocha. And I told her and I was like, but there was one thing that for some reason didn't stand out to me when I walked in. But then I sat back down to wait for my food right in front of that altar. And it was this like warrior looking thing. And I said, and he had like something in his hand, like a club or like some... Like a torch or something. And I told her. And something didn't make sense. Because here are a bunch of Catholic. You know like. Little statues. And like. You know the Virgin Mary. is A bunch of Catholic stuff. And then you have this other thing. That doesn't look like. Like if you were to have. a Like it's one of those exercises for kids. Like which one of these shapes is different. Like clearly that did not go there. 
And she's like, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, I read the bottom and I told her I was so I'm, I'm a curious fucking dude. Like, I want to know what like if I see something, I'm going to Google it and I'm going to see what's up with it. And I told her and it was it said on the bottom, like it has its name. And I said it was Orisha Shango. And she like started fucking like she like grinned from ear to ear. And I said, and I Googled it and I realized that it's, um, it was from something else that happened to me, um, before with an experience with Ochosi, uh, Ochosi. And I was like, so some, I saw something like this before in LA and it was Ochosi. And what that was, I told her that was like a God, like a hunter God for some, some old school like African religion called Yoruba. And she's like, okay. I was like, and he, or Orisha Shango, is like, according to them, I was like, he's like the god of thunder, all powerful, masculine, fucking like, just like a man's man. And he had like a lot of powers, you know, abundance. He created abundance and he, he was a creator and he was like the main one, you know? And she's like, well, that's one of the things I practice, and I don't want to scare you, but I practice Santeria. And I know you guys are probably like, oh, fuck, like, what the fuck are you doing there? Get the fuck out. You know, I wouldn't be there. Like, I would have bounced. But me, like, I'm not afraid of that shit. Um, why? Because whether those people are evil or not, um, your intentions and your energy and if you come in peace and you mean the best well nobody no no fucking black magic will ever affect you when you are doing right by yourself and right by like god or whatever you choose to believe right so you are protected when you are in your own energy and you protect your energy where you are mentally emotionally and physically strong and you don't doubt yourself i don't think that can like fuck with you right and I wasn't there for that, and she wasn't there for that. She told me that she's only used it to, like, teach somebody a lesson once in her life. So, anyways. <clears throat> and this was, like, a spousal abuse thing with a personal relative. And nothing really, like, the man didn't lose his life or, like, anything weird like that. But something did happen to him where he, like, to teach his ass to calm down, right? She told me exactly what happened, but I'm not going to tell you guys. Because then you guys are going to be like, what the fuck? I would have bounced as soon as I heard that. <laughs> but to me, I was like, all right, cool. Like, that doesn't mean you're evil, right? Because, I mean, there's fucking people in the Vatican that probably fucking molest little boys. And what the fuck? Like, you know, there's people in church, like all these fucking old men, like touching fucking little boys and little girls. So it doesn't matter what you believe in. Like, there's evil motherfuckers everywhere. And there's also great people in those religions, right? And there's great people that are just spiritual and they choose not to believe in just one religion. Maybe they choose to believe a little bit of everything that fits into them. And I think that's where I fit in, where I like certain things about different like religions and beliefs. And I kind of just want to pick and choose what I like. So she told me, well, okay, so Shango presented himself to you. She's like, because you have that energy, like that strong masculine like powerful like like you're commanding like you're a very commanding man like super masculine 
And she's like, you have that energy right now. You're heavily in that energy. And you will stay in that energy for a while. <clears throat> so she's like, you've been in this. Like, this has happened before, right? And I was like, yeah. I was like, this happened, you know, in an appointment for, like, some other thing. Like, I did have an appointment with a uh, intuitive channeler recently that told me very similar things that and she told me it's my uncle and she also told me other things she told me that i was like a alchemist you know and if you've read if you listen to my to one of my like last two podcasts she told me i was an alchemist and everything and she's like yeah she's like well she's like you were like a healer so you were healing people she's like that's why you attract people that need fixing you attract people that need to like, like people want to come to you so you can help them. And then once they get their fix, they leave and they leave you drained. And she's like, and that can mean physically, mentally, emotionally. She said, because you are a healer, like you fix, like you can bring people up, but you, it takes from you. And she said, and this is going to keep happening. These little experiences with people like me, she's like, and don't, she's like, and don't, like, don't think that this is by coincidence. She said, you know what, she said, you know where you're going. You can feel it. Your, your intuition is right. But you have to choose whether you're going to pursue this life or not. Because let me tell you about the choices I made when I figured out when there was something special about me. And she went on about her childhood and when she was in like in church and she knew she could heal people because the pastor or like or the preacher would make her do things. When people were sick and he wouldn't do it, he would make her do it because she said he knew that I had something about me that I took pain away from people. And when I would heal them, I would feel pain where their body hurt for days and, you know, etc. Right. So she told me, she's like, you know, <clears throat> you know, you've been you're, you've been changing. And everything around you is changing. And spiritually, you are changing. And there's certain things you feel that other people cannot feel. And certain things you see that other people cannot see. And you're getting to a point in your life. And I think you know this already. But you're going to have to either pick to, to learn your gift or to just denounce it and not chase it. But I'm going to tell you that if you're going to go into this life that I live and that other people live. It's all in or not like you cannot be halfway in it. And she's just telling me like, you know, there's so much people in this world right now that are not healed and they're so damaged inside and they're they're not in touch with their vibrations and and their spirituality that people like me and you. And these people that you are running across were finding each other easier. And she said, but we are very primitive. 
because you like we are going by the nat nature is our our guide like we feel things and we're getting in touch with our bodies meanwhile everybody else is in touch with like their cell phone with materials with distractions with politics with everything and she said and when you focus on this here inside you and controlling your emotions and your feelings and clearing your body of like toxic things and self-care and everything she's like you start feeling shit and you start tapping into parts of your brain and your like intuition and stuff that it's like she said it's almost like magic and it is she's like it, it honestly is <clears throat> so she's like telling me like you you've been coming across these people like me but i want you to know that you are entirely way more powerful you have a lot more power than all of us that you've met and you're getting there she's like you're about to reach a point in your life where you're you're going to have to let a lot of things go that are gonna hurt you in pursuit of this life that a lot of people will not understand and i'm like fuck i'm like jesus christ i'm like <sighs> and i'm not gonna bullshit you guys i I've never really spoken about this to anybody ever in my life, really, except for like one person. And. And there is. Certain things that I don't want to put out there <laughs> about me and. And what I'm capable of. As far as like intuition, as far as like what I can see when I see somebody and what I can see like beyond that. And I've always known that there was something there. But something in the last like two years fucking triggered that shit to to get exponentially like just make itself present within myself and and I don't like I said I'm not going to say a bunch of shit uh but she is right I've been exploring like my spirituality and and trying to get more in tune with what is meant for me as far as like my life and what I'm going to chase and what's going to make me like self-fulfilled but I can tell you that there's some shit that's been happening to me in my life when I'm around people and the shit that I feel and the things that I want to do and I like and the impulses that I get, that I want to tell somebody certain shit, even if I don't know them, but but I don't want to sound crazy, and I don't know where it's coming from, but I do know like this person needs to hear this, and it's something that it's not coming from my brain, and it's not like something that I hear is coming from like the heart, like. 
I can be around somebody and then out of nowhere, like my heart starts like beating. And I feel like, hey, like, this is what I have to tell you. And lately, after my appointment with Carmen, she gave me some herbs and and recommended me like nutrients and all this stuff to enhance. She said, you need to take these. They're all natural herbs. But this is here. This one here is like brain food. This is going to stimulate your brain and how it's going to help you and your brain work how it's supposed to work this one over here is going to enhance this and that and it's for your nervous system and this one over here is for this and that and she's like and trust me she's like you're going to feel like a new man and let me tell you guys i fucking feel like a new man right <sighs> the brain food i am so fucking focused lately my thoughts are clear. I feel like I'm having better initial reactions to things. So like I always like really refrained from from saying something right off the bat because I always wanted to make sure like I like am I gonna say the right thing? Like let me make sure, like let me pause, let me think. Like no, like those processes are a lot faster. Um and I feel like I'm just calmer. And like, I'm always like in the zone. It's really fucking weird, but it's very interesting. It feels like mentally, I do not get tired by the end of the day of work, of dealing with everything, right? I, I don't get tired. I feel like I'm not being as forgetful as I was. And not only that, I feel like I'm remembering shit that I didn't remember before, like from my childhood and like other experiences. I'm like, yeah, I remember that shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm remembering certain things that I didn't remember. I remember. <laughs> and um, there's a few other supplements she gave me, right? But these are, these are not like fucking drugs. They're not anything, right? They're just natural herbs and roots. And, and it's the practice that she practiced practices is is a ancient indian um way of the alimento like to to get your nutrients from right it's all herbal it's all from the earth and she says well everybody can take these a lot of people take them every day but like me people like me and you when we take them it has a different effect because your gifts and your certain senses that we have that other people do not have, they just, you know, they kind of, they kind of get better. And so, you know, take them, but you're going to feel like you're a different person when you start taking them. And I was like, fuck it, like, let's go, you know, I'm not afraid of it, like, whatever I'm supposed to do in my life, like, bring it you know so so back to back to gina which she was telling me like and i'm gonna tell you guys like i'm not bullshitting when it comes to certain things i'm just not gonna say a lot of what i feel and what i've been like experiencing in my life because first of all i don't want to seem crazy 
And then I still don't know how to explain it. And I still don't know like how to process it and really, really understand certain shit that's going on. Um, and this is all just the process of me like getting in tune with myself and like my feelings and like the way I feel inside and like through meditating. Um, and let me tell you, when you meditate and you really, really know how to get into that state of like, you feel like you don't weigh anything. Like, yes, you know, you're in your body, but your brain, like there's like a switch that automatically goes off and you feel like you're not in your body. That shit is wild. So anyways, Gina, we have a conversation for a long time and she really gives me a lot of advice about protecting my energy about people that come into my life and and use me to fix them and to learn to recognize that I cannot fix everybody and that before I take the next step in my life is is to let certain people go and there's people that are holding me back and me being there for them as a crutch I'm holding them back because they can do it. They just they just have me to there to like fucking rescue them all the fucking time. Whether it's emotionally, financially, or physically, like you're just there, but they can do it. They just know that they can ask you for this shit. And they will never get better at life. And you will never reach your next step because you guys are too busy fucking like you're too busy helping trying to fix somebody that can fix themselves and you will never get to point b because you're still trying to fucking take this person from your point a to your point b but they have a different point b and i'm telling you right now it's gonna hurt you but you're gonna lose some people in your life because your next point b is not gonna have them but i guarantee you that the spiritual life is gonna be so worth it for you and I was like, all right, cool. You know, like, I recognize that. Um, I've been feeling like I've been outgrowing certain people that that just aren't there yet. They're not there mentally and, like, mature-wise and, like, everything-wise. Like, some people, a lot of people that I know are living in fucking fear of, like, you know, oh, I just don't, like, I shouldn't say anything, like. You know, it's not my place. Like, I'm just, uh, but what if it, what if I fail? Like, what if I don't, like, do it right? Like, it's just living in fucking fear of, of doing anything. And I'm like, fuck, like, you're telling me the truth. Like, the necessary fucking truth that everybody I know is scared. And I'm not. And I'm tackling a lot of shit at once right now, but I'm not fucking scared. I can handle it. So, she's, you know, we started talking about shit. Most of it was about me protecting my energy, uh, me being secure enough to where nobody really gives a fuck. And she's like, she's like, you've, you've been around these women. So you probably dated some of these women. I was like, yep. I was like, yep. I was like, I dated a chick that saw people that were not living (laughs) all around us. And I dated a, you know, a witch from Ukraine. And um, and she's like, no. She's like, recently you did. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, 
She's like the last. She's like. She's like the last person that you were attached to. She's like, yeah. She's like, she she was spiritual too. You know that, right? And I'm like, hmm. I was like, not really. She's like, okay. Well, I'm just telling you right now. You know, she she practiced stuff. She she did stuff. She like she tried to do something to you. She's like, but your your guides, your spirits, they stopped it. They didn't allow it. She said, your spirits are real strong. She said, trust me. And it's all the love they have for you. It's not like she's like they they don't they don't work by strength, physical strength. They 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 work by how much love they have for you. And she's like, and right now they have a lot of love for you because you're doing all the work necessary to heal yourself and to get into like you are like the ancestor that's like that's going to do like do the work that all your ancestors have been hoping for and they didn't let that happen like they stopped that shit in its tracks so they got your back you've been in situations where you shouldn't be here and you don't know how you're still here but you know yourself somebody like this shit was like something like it was either luck or somebody was looking out for you. I was like, oh yeah, I fucking know that. A hundred percent. And she's like, no. She's like, you dated somebody. That, um, you know, she's like, she's like, nothing like super powerful, right? She's like, but I'm seeing candle magic. And I'm like, oh really? And she's like, yeah, I'm seeing candle magic. She's like, yeah. She's like, that's how I started. She's like, but yeah. She's like, I'm seeing candle magic and I'm seeing your name and her name on a piece of paper, you know, tied together. And, um, and yeah, she's like, you know, she's spiritual too. She practiced a little bit of a little spirituality or she practiced something. She's like, whether she was good at it or not, she's like, you know, like that's, I don't, I don't know. She's like, but something was tried on you, and your spirits did not let it happen. Your guides, your ancestors, your uncle didn't let it happen. And she's like, but you know, you're not. She's like, you're you're really like, so you're really like strong right now. Your 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 energy that you have. She's like, you have, you know, you have the Shango energy. You have a lot of positive positive energy, like spiritual. She's like, your guardians right now are like, you know, they're alpha guardians and um she's like you're really lucky she's like you're lucky but you have shit to do she's like it don't you like you have a purpose and you better go after it because there's not many of us left and we are like people she's like people filled with light like me and you she's like we need to really just step out of the shadows and really just start making this world a better place and start you know, doing the right things, and I was like, I was like, yep, I'm like, dude, like, because, like, let me give you guys a backstory for some of you guys that don't, haven't listened to, like, my episode of Brujeria, um, the one with, uh, what is it, talking to ghosts or something like that, and then this one, while you're reading this, you're listening to this one, right, I've had a lot of experiences either dating or just coming across pe- people that are spiritual and they tell me things 
And even before this, when I used to work at Jiffy Lube, an Indian guy came to me once and he started telling me a bunch of shit. And he told me, he's like, you're special. And like, he just walked away and I was like, I didn't really think much of it, you know, but there's been random fucking instances in my life where shit like this happens and, and it's getting more frequent, but I can tell you that I know why. And I, I can also tell you that I don't practice no weird fucking shit. This is just me like, like just taking time. And it usually happens like right after I take time to like be alone and like put myself in a quiet place and really just like get lost in my, in like, in my thoughts and everything. And just like channeling myself and just creating like peace within my body. Right. So. She was like, yeah, you know, you dated this person, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you know, and I was like, well, I don't know who it is. You know, she's like, yeah, she's like, she's like, you might. She's like, but she's like, yeah, but, you know, the person's, you know, this person is just, she's like, it's, it's gone. You know, it's not, it's, it's over with. And I'm like, cool. Like, you know, like I'm pretty much over with anybody. Like, I don't think anybody in my past would ever come back. Right. I mean, my past has come back. I mean, Carlita, I met up with her recently, uh, but not in that way, right? But she said, it's your time to just move on from everything. And and she played a video. She said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play you this video that I recorded while I was talking to my niece or, yeah, her niece. She said, I think you might want to hear it. And she was giving her niece advice about about something and I was listening to the video and I was watching it and I felt like like something was coming out of me that was I'm not gonna say bad but if I can if if there was a word if there was ever a moment in time in my life where I felt Everything that I've ever been through that was a negative emotion and put me down and like negativity and like that put me through like anxiety and like some sort of like maybe version of depression and like something that just made me sad. I felt like it came out like I felt like my body kind of like my chest kind of like expand a little bit like. Like when you when you want to take a right before you take a deep breath, but I wasn't taking a deep breath. I was just kind of like expanding a little bit. And then it went back to normal once the video was over. And I just felt I felt clean. Like very clean and very light. And like no stress. Like a weight was just lifted off of me. Like I felt like like there was less gravity. It was so fucking weird, but it was all advice about love and just like, you have to love, you know what love is? She said, love is yourself. You have to love yourself so much because people will, people are people. But when you love somebody, it has nothing to do with their love back. And she said, I can love somebody so much. That it doesn't matter that they don't love me back. I have enough love for me and for you. And if you cannot recognize that I love you and you can't 
find it in your heart to love me back, I'm going to let you go. But I still love myself enough to not feel bad. I love myself enough to know that you weren't that person and that's okay. I love enough to know, I love myself that you don't even have to love me. I still love myself and I'm going to give you this love. And she said, and that's how you are. She's like, you are a fucking great fucking person. And I said, I was like, yeah, I was like, but fuck those people. She's like, no, she's like, you don't mean that. She's like, because you still love every fucking person that ever did you wrong. You still love them. She's like, but that's your power. You have a fucking big heart. And she said, that's why you're stronger than all of us. She said, because your heart, she's like, you got a big ass fucking heart. She's like, I feel it. She's like, you are not draining me. Normally when I talk to people, she's like, I feel tired. I start getting drained. I start getting a headache. She's like, you are not draining me at all. She's like, you are giving just as, giving me as, as much energy as, as, as I'm giving you. And she's like, and that's crazy. She's like, and that's coming from you that you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're experiencing. You're not even there yet. And me, I've been doing this my whole life. And you're giving me as much energy as I'm giving you and you're not taking from me. She's like, that's a big deal. So you need to chase after. You need to really experience a lot more than what you've experienced. So I guarantee you, you're going to be very happy. You're going to be very successful. She said, just make sure that, you know. And then she interrupted me and she said, your uncle has a message for you. He wants you to watch out for somebody. And I'm like, okay. All right, who? And she said, hmm, he's not giving me a name, but he says you're going to know who it is. This person... He's very jealous. He's like, he's, he's jealous of you. So he's very close to you. So you see him a lot. It's a man. You you guys are very close. She's like, you guys see each other a lot. You guys spend a lot of time together. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, really? And she's like, yeah. She's like, no. She's like, he does care about you. He does care about you. Your safety. Like, he wants you to be okay. Like, he does care about you, but he has the personality that he has is stronger than his love for you. And he doesn't, this person doesn't want, doesn't like seeing anybody doing better than him. And he's all about the money. He's very greedy. He puts others down. He talks about others a lot. Especially if he thinks that they don't have what he has. And he, you know, he's just really, um, really about himself. Very, very arrogant and very, you know, like, he's just all about himself. He's just a very, like, spiteful person. And he's very unhealthy right now. And I was like, so, and he doesn't want, he, as a matter of fact, she said, you drink clear alcohol with him. This has something to do with clear alcohol. She said, vodka or tequila. I was like, okay, I know who it is. I was like, smile. You know, I'm not going to say his name. I was like, but we're always drinking tequila. Like, that's our go-to. Like, 
I don't really drink tequila that much unless I'm with him or if I'm in Mexico. I was like, but when I drink tequila, it's with this motherfucker. She said, well, she's like, his thing, what makes him feel better is to get everybody drunk off of that. And you know why they call them wine and spirits, right? Like she said, back in the ancient days, they used to use spirits which in your case, your choice is tequila. And they would use it to get into a state in their body and meditate in order to channel spirits. So what you're doing is you're putting yourself in a, in a place where you're channeling spirits. Like you're letting the spirits communicate with you. And if there is angry spirits or sad spirits or happy spirits, they're going to come through through your actions and the way you're behaving. And... And why do you think that there's sad drunks and depressed drunks and there's happy drunks and there's angry drunks is because the spirits that they're allowing them that they have around them are angry. And, you know, like that's what we used to use them. That's what our practice was with alcohol when our ancestors used them. Now we're using them to just drink and have fun. But this is their primary use when we practice, you know, medicine and and magic. And I was like, oh, shit, like, that makes a lot of sense. So she was saying, like, his thing is is to get you, everybody, any man that he sees and he's intimidated by, he wants to get her fucked up, basically. He wants to see you in a weakened state of mind so he can get dirt on you, so he can feel bigger than you, you know, so he can, like, just feel like, you're at, he tries to bring you to his level because he's unhappy. And you are about to, or you, you just made, she's like, but I feel like you are about to get into a situation with him and alcohol that is going to really affect your life. And you need to not drink. She's like, stick to your drink. She's like, you drink whiskey? She's like, just drink whiskey around them. She's like, but don't drink something that you don't want to drink. And that will take care of this situation. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, if you're going to tell me anything, I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, I'm going to take that fucking, that advice. And, um, and sure enough, I get home and, um, everybody gets the invite to, uh, to go out and have some drinks and go eat. Right. But I don't go. I, I'm like, eh, I'm going to stay home and go to sleep. Well, guess what? Next morning, his brother Hits me up and he's like, fuck this guy, fuck that. I got into it with him. I'm never talking to him again. That man is a danger. Like, my brother is a danger to other humans when he's drinking. You know, he's fucking violent. This, I'm never going to talk to him again. Like, it's over between me. Like, I pretty much, like, my brother's dead to me. And I'm not going to say anything more, but I got on the phone with him and I talked to him about what's going on. But um, I'm like, man, like, knowing me, I protect the underdog, right? I protect the person that needs protecting. And I've done this before where I've gotten into it with him because, like, he puts his little brother down. And his little brother is a free spirit. Like, his brother is, like, just wants to experience life and just love people and, and have fun and, like, be, bring, shed some light into the room, you know? And he doesn't like that. He thinks he should be just like him and his dad. And they are not bad people, but they are not who everybody else wants to be and i've gotten into it with him because i have backed up his brother when he puts him down sometimes and we've almost got into it and if i was there on friday night 
drinking, the odds are is that I probably would have backed up his little brother and we could have got into it. I do have a lot of self-control, but for some reason, when I feel somebody getting picked on and put down, like, I don't fucking, that shit don't fly with me. Like, I... I will not defend somebody that that defends themselves. Like, that's your shit. But there's people that really are just not... That they don't stick up for themselves, then I will stick up for them, you know? And at that point, we kind of called it a night. But... She told me, like, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. So you're a good man. Um, You're going to have everything that you want in life, just... Just keep doing right, you know, by your, by you, by your family, by God, um, and just keep getting in touch with yourself. So you're going to be very happy. She's like, you're going to be like, trust me. She's like, whatever you're going to do, she's like, you're going to be successful, but you know, listen to your uncle. She's like, and start, you know, start taking care of yourself. Like put yourself first. You know, the moral of the story of this whole night is for you to protect your energy and stop Put your foot down and don't be in situations that you don't want to be in anymore. She's like, because that's going to make you weak. And that's not going to let you get to that point. Because right now, she's like, the only way for you to reach out and grab the next part of your life is for you to actually let go. Like, you cannot grab onto the next part of your life until you let go of what you have now. She's like, I know that's scary. I know that's like, you don't want to let certain people go. Um, But... It's for the best of everybody. You are crutching people with your help right now. And and you just got to let it go. And um, I guess this is where we end today's podcast. Is that El Paso (laughs) has tequila. Witches. And... Some of the nicest, most beautiful women I have seen. (laughs) But, I mean, you know, my mentality is, like, you can be beautiful. It doesn't mean you're mine, you know? Like, guys these days, they just, like, see a pretty girl and they automatically want to be like, oh, I want to get at her. Like, I'm going to try to hit it, you know? Like, I'm going to try to get at her. I'm going to try to take her out. And it's like, no, like, you can be beautiful and still not be for me. And, um... I don't know if you guys take anything from today's episode is that protect yourselves, guys. Protect yourselves, like protect your happiness. Don't let somebody take it from you because people that are unhappy will come into your life and they will figure out a way to like use you to raise themselves up. But it's always at your expense. Have you noticed that? When you're doing your best, you come across somebody that comes in, fucks with your head, fucks with your life, fucks with a lot of shit, and then they kind of just move on, not giving a fuck about you, and then they leave you to, like, fix yourself. So, I'm going to stop this at 11, 11, 11.